You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. I have a friend in the studio, which is very rare. <laughs> Carol Mallory, right here, the Cup of Joe Morning Show. Now she got to get things together and getting set. And thanks for being here, Carol. I appreciate it very much. Oh, thank you. So, I mean, other than just being a friend of mine, and why in the world would you stop by? Today, this six eighteen, just wandering. I don't let many people know. <laughs> but Carol is with. You, are you ready for this now? Hang on, she's with Jars. It's like, do you get kidded about that? Um, yeah, we even gave uh, to new donors a round um, thing to unscrew jars. Cool. Uh, <laughs> we should come up with something cool like that. Well, our yeah. new name. I mean, besides, we always. Previously, were Jungle Aviation and Radio Service, but now our new president is Jungle Aviation and Relay Service. Oh, I see. So you just forgot about the whole radio thing. Yeah, there's not that oh. much happening these days except for emergency radios. <laughs> but radio was a big part of that, right? Tell oh, me, yes. tell me it was, please. Oh, it was, and the people out in the villages. It had cost about well, take about 250 pounds to get them a radio because they had to have the gas and everything to run it. But that was their lifeline. So basically, you support you support Wycliffe Bible Translators, right? Or um, is it- we support Bible translation. Wycliffe is actually the funding and sending organization um, that processes all the missionary uh, funds and insurance and things like that. And raises funds for Bible translation. So, um, but SIL is actually who does the uh, translation and language development. Okay, wow, we're getting <laughs> it's uh, it's it's worldwide, <laughs> and I, I always respected you, and I know where your you that your organization is in a place called Waxhaw, North Carolina, which I'm very familiar with. Yep. Which right now you should be going, where is that? <laughs> you can't get there. You really can't find it, probably. No, uh, actually, you can't. Yeah. It's uh, really not far from Charlotte, is it? It's right on the South Carolina border. Um, yeah, we we live pretty much a mile from the South Carolina border, approximately. Um, we're 10 minutes below Waxhaw. And Waxhaw has oh. actually grown to 22,000 people. Store, see, it's incredible. All these <laughs> communities that didn't even, they had a stop sign in there. Now they're like megalopolises or whatever. <sighs> and all you, and everybody you know moved there at some point in the last 30 years, haven't they? Oh, <laughs> North Carolina has New York and New Jersey people. It's hard to find somebody who actually it's was not- born there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, we. So you work, so you work with, Jars. Yep. You know, you could have just you could have just said J A R S. You didn't have to put in the and, but I didn't want to tell them to the founders of that. Yeah. Way back. So. Well, that was our abbreviation. Uh, so. Yeah. So you support you support the, them when you got really cool airplanes. That's what's really yep. cool about Jars. Yes. And you got a runway out there and a hangar, and they take off in like two feet and all this stuff. They, <laughs> my wife and I went to a demonstration one time. I highly recommend it if you're around the Charlotte area. Go there, look them up, look up jars, and go. They'll give you, a, I think, right? Um, well, we have you. sometimes some special days we do that. Mm-hmm. We also do missions at the airport, and I believe next fall we have one in the Newburgh area. Oh, wow. I know you guys did a thing. You had a helicopter out there, which is really cool, out at the uh, Orange County Airport. 
that's maybe where it will happen. And yeah, I th- I'm thinking that's, which is kind of odd because it's like right across the street from the Stewart Airport. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. It's like, you know, there's another airport right across the city, but anyway. Oh, well, but that's well, well, uh, much more commercial, you know, and you got to be able to coordinate flights in an area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I mean at the Orange County Airport. You just do whatever you want to do. You just, <laughs> you just come in there and just take off and land willy-nilly and all that stuff. You give rides and everything. So it's really cool. I'm glad you're here. The Sound of Life. Hey, welcome to Carol Mallory of JARS. Okay, and you may know about that if you support missionaries around the world and stuff. And they do. They were founded, believe it or not. Were you there in 19... No, I'm just teasing. Uh, <laughs> was of 1948. That's uh, our 75th year anniversary. Wow. We And have you always been in... Wax, well, is it still called Wax On? Or? It's still called Wax Off. But it's not real little anymore like it used to be when I was, my right. wife and I were there. Back, yeah. <clears throat> back in the 1800s. Anyway, the, uh, so, but it was found that that's a brilliant idea as a support group for missionaries, right? Yeah. Originally, JARS was uh, in Irunacocha, Peru. That was our base. Then, wow. And it happened in three years after we determined we needed aviation. Um and so we were based there, but then as we got more requests all over the world, um, they decided they needed a U.S. one. And so we were looking for space, and um, we, Billy Graham and Mr. Belk of the Belk store family were helping us, and they suggested this one place that ended up being uh, too close to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> But then we got an old cotton plantation from Mr. Belk's family. Oh, wow. Wow, that goes way back. Nowadays, I don't even know if you can pull that off. But anyway, (laughs) that's really cool. Uh, One of the coolest things about jars, of course, is the planes and uh, where they land. And now, of course, you've got videos of everything. You know, you can find them on YouTube and uh, Instagram and stuff, you know. Uh, there are jungle aviation pilots, right? That's yep. a special breed of pilot. We train <laughs> them at JARS for multiple, uh, about three organizations besides ourselves. Wow, we and they and I've seen that demonstration of how fast they can take off and you know how they land and stuff. But boy, that's a whole different ball game when you're in the jungle for real. Yeah, everybody must be going like, okay, these are what single engine. Planes. Yeah, well, we have a variety of them, and helicopters, too. Helicopters, oh, yeah. helicopters. get in in very small places. Mm. <laughs> mm. So the question is now, because you guys are in places, name a place, well, you just mentioned Peru. Yeah, we I mean, aren't in, uh, flying in Peru anymore, but Papua New Guinea and Cameroon, um, Indonesia, um we fly for some other organizations too, um, and Brazil. We're in, um, and you're in remote would be the word, right? Yes. People go, well, how do you get those planes there? Do you fly the planes in? Um, sometimes we use another group to um, fly them for us because they know how to get through all the different places that you got to fly. So instead of sending our staff, we sometimes pay to get the the planes over there. People must ask you, do you fly? I mean, do you pilot a plane? Um, I know you've flown in them. Yes, I have flown <laughs> up in the air when they needed to eat or do something. I've taken the controls. But you do, do not want me to land or take off. <laughs> oh, so flying is not that big. A, well, I shouldn't say that. I no, mean, no. <laughs> you, you. 
<laughs> you want to hurry up and get that burger down quick? <laughs> So, but what's your job there, though? What do you, I mean... Well, I'm the outreach coordinator that ah. goes and, um, but we're changing. Um, our new president is reorganizing us, and I don't know when I go back what exactly I'll be doing. Okay. Put everything on pause. I might be in a project team that's going to work on something, and when we complete it, we'll be handed another project with another group, maybe, and things like that. But I usually am the one who's communicating um, outside of JARS. Wow. About to get Carol. Carol Mallory's my she's my friend. She's she just was in the area. She said, "Can I stop by?" I said, "Sure." Because you travel a lot, quite a bit. Carol's it, got, yeah, it has Carol's been got one of those camper van things, yes. right? You still got that? That thing <laughs> oh, is I awesome. I sure do. Yes. Man, wow. So that's a whole another thing. A lot of aspects to Carol. Um, so we'll have to come up with some uh, some good uh, stories. Um, You know, so stick around this morning as long as you can. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. My friend walked into the studio, Carol Mallory of Jars. Yeah, it's about time you got here, Carol. I think, you know, been keeping up with your newsletter. She does a really cool, it's a monthly, I think, newsletter, right? No, it's not monthly. Oh, it's a quarterly or whenever she gets around to it. There yep, you yep, go. Yep. <laughs> She's been very busy lately. You, uh, you are a really cool ministry is what you are. And if you're like, what's a jar? I know what a jar is. What's a jar's? Jungle Aviation and Relay Service. Oh, that's right. With two A's. Yeah. But it's easy to remember. Yeah. J-A-A-R-S. Okay. And so you help missionary. You're a missionary support ministry. That's right. really cool. For Bible translation. We're supporting Bible translation. Which really takes you into some really cool places that I, I don't, you know, you think flying into Stewart Airport is out of the way. Or are you, I don't know, name a little airport somewhere. In Waxhaw, North Carolina, you have a an airport, but if you fly into there, you're probably in the wrong one. But <laughs> that's <laughs> got to have a vehicle that can stop a lot faster. <laughs> you got some very special planes that go into the jungles around yes. the world. Yes. Wow. And you've actually flown one of them. Well, only when they were holding, you know, they needed to eat for a few minutes, and I kept it online and on the uh, track, but I am not a pilot. You would not want me to land or take off. I've heard uh, that that landing is, is the key. Yeah. Like one of the, as long as you're up in the air, you're okay. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. That's uh, pretty cool. But you, uh, and not only airplanes, but it's interesting because they're relatively small. Planes. Yes. Well, but, we used yeah. to fly a DC-3. In fact, it flew back into JARS for our 75th anniversary celebration. That can land um, on our runway. Where was it? Um, it's kept by Preferred Air Parts. Uh, well, actually, it's the other company that's brothers um, together. But, uh, yeah. It's a complicated world, and Carol Mallory knows all about it. You just <laughs> think of something, she'll... She'll answer that question for you, but that's what's amazing because you have to, you take supplies in, right? Um, to help the translators uh, get what things they need, or do medical evacuations, or sometimes the government wants us to take them in. Oh, um, things like that. So it it varies. Sometimes a, a translator once just called and said. I need to get out of here, and so the guy flew in real quick. I need to get out of here. You can yeah, do that. Yeah, she really? was just so frantic and um he he stayed with her for a few minutes and said i'll be right back he flew back got his wife and had his wife stay the night with her and then she was okay (laughs) wow really how long has she been there um oh gosh she was there 
mm, 20, 30 years. No kidding. Yeah. Where was she? Um, she was in the Philippines. And um, mm. the when they asked him, do you want some Americans to come into your village? And they said, sure, because they had seen the GIs. Well, then Aaron oh. walks these two women and they're like, what? And the chief adopted them to be, keep them safe. And then they said, um, well, they mu- why did you come? And they said, well, to translate the Bible. And he, he, they just finally determined, they just must not have found husbands in the U.S. So they came here to find husbands. <laughs> Stories. Wow. You saw, and you've been in the helicopter. Because you fly with them when you go to shows sometimes and things. Yeah, the helicopter sometimes... Um, like when we had the tornado at Sun and Fun and one of our planes uh, was destroyed, the one I flew down in. Um, so I flew back in the helicopter from Florida and I've flown to Chesapeake From Bay. Florida to Oshkosh, Wisconsin? No, or from what, Florida what? to Jars. To, oh, to, oh, up to North Carolina, that's all. Yeah. Okay, in yeah. a helicopter. Yep. So that's, okay, all righty. So um, oh, I had a story and I was thinking about... Um, what was it? It was oh oh where you went one time. That was that was a cool story. It took twenty minutes. Yes. Where was this in in? Um, um it, it was in Papua New Guinea. Papua My New friends Guinea. um went to a Bible dedication in there, and they flew in in twenty minutes and had the great dedication. And it was on a ridge, I mean, not too much place to land even. And the people had their cameras out to take pictures, and the people on the ground had their cameras out too. They never expected them to have cameras um, there on their <laughs> phones. Um, uh-huh. But then they said, would you like to walk out? And they said, sure. Take a little hike yeah. out? Okay, fine. Well, yeah. it took them three days. Um, it's very mountainous, and sometimes the language <laughs> can change. And then they got to where they could get a, a ride to the rest of the way back. See? And now when somebody asks, you, do you want to take a hike? And I'd be like, I'm going to think about it now, from now on. <laughs> Helping you focus through the morning fog. The Cup of Joe morning Morning show on the sound of life. Carol Mallory walked into my uh, studio this morning, so I thought, you know, she works for Jars, and I keep up with her. And she got a newsletter that comes out. By the way, the website is just simply jars.org, and you can go there and then put you on. And you might want to ch- just just hold on a second. You might want to check that out. It's J A A R S. So that way you can remember. They did that on purpose, so you could remember it. But um, we talk about. I mean, we've been talking about. Uh, jungle aviation is kind of what Jars is known for to support missionaries. Mm-hmm. They fly into very remote areas around the world, but they're also into water. Yep. Wow. We and also into getting people maybe like you to get on board and work for them. Then that would be. I mean, you want something to do that's different and challenging and fun for the God. I mean. You, I think, I think Carol would probably she could lead you in the right direction how to do that. There's all kinds of things to do. That's right. Uh, even we're almost like a little town except for grocery stores. You know, we have 89 <laughs> buildings. You got to have plumbers and uh, woodworkers and uh, HVAC and and all those different things. And uh, even staffing for secretaries and tours and all the various things. We're we're a little operation there that people don't realize that five to six hundred people wow. work 
there. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. And then you may get to fly in a plane. You may get to take over a plane like Carol's done. <laughs> no, no, right no. in the middle of a flight somewhere when some, no. the pilot has to eat lunch. <laughs> no. Uh, we, we pretty much only give 15-minute flights. <laughs> That whole that whole flying thing with Carol flying is off the record there, so don't tell anybody. <laughs> she said she was flying the plane, <laughs> but you have you have opportunities like you, you you'll see them on the website jars.org if you want to come down and experience mm -hmm. it like maybe for a week. Yes. You know, yeah. you want to know what it's like to live in a third world country? No, <laughs> you got it right there. Okay, <laughs> but we do have housing uh, motel type rooms. Um, oh. that people can uh, do it. And we have apartments, too, uh, that You said they were rent. hammocks and they had to... <laughs> well, that's their... in our one program. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they had to build a fire to, you know, cook your breakfast and all right. that kind of stuff. Right, that's Cross Venture Village. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Across the street from my house, it's off-grid, but across from my house. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're almost off-grid. <laughs> <laughs> when I first came here, people thought North Carolina, well, the whole state was off the grid, but that's kind of changed lately. But um, jars are pretty amazing now. You do a lot of water yes. stuff, and that's amazing how that happened. Yes. You know? um, a teacher was in one of those rickety boats with others, and it went over and she drowned. Now, where was this? That's, it wasn't in North Carolina. This wasn't. No, I think it was in Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, with that, they said we need to get water safety supplies mm. and so we have a ditch bag that has a life jacket and generally we encourage them to wear it on the boat um, but that's another thing that they can many people think that's drawing in the spirits by them wearing a life jacket no kidding um, mm. but uh, it's got radio uh, uh, beacons depending on what they want we have a floating rope we have a, a bag that you can get into the shark bag if you're bleeding, okay. uh, if it's on the ocean. What's this? That's your shark bag. Yeah. Okay, can we turn around now? <laughs> and strobe Ooh. lights um, that can go a mile. Um, big, long thing that's 40 feet long. You know, when you look at your finger, you can't see much. But if you lay your finger down, you see a whole lot more area. So they can roll out this orange, bright banner that goes for 40 feet. Wow. Um, and it's much easier to find you that way. Um, so we, besides that, we train people in how to use that equipment. And there were kids um, in Lake Victoria at a school that we trained last well, year. That's in Africa, right? Yes. Okay. See, and I'm not as dumb as yeah, I look. Okay. Yeah. And um, we trained them, and then they trained their teachers and the principal. And the principal was scared to death because these kids had never jumped in the water either. They don't know how to swim in most places. Right. We teach people how to swim, too. That's interesting. In a huge lake. Yeah. And um, the principal just knew he was going to die. He was just going to keep going down, down. And he went up uh, and he was just like, wow, this is really neat. And that day uh, in a boat, nine people died. And they just said, we've got to train other people how to do this now that we've trained them. That so is that something you don't know that is happening around. Yes. Wow. We. So besides the fact of bringing the gospel and you're bringing all kinds of things to people that they didn't even know about, they probably just take it for granted that, right. well, they're dangerous. They People die. So, you know, there's yeah. something you can do about that. <laughs> yeah. We train people how to swim, how Ooh. to uh, safely get places. Wow. So if you want to uh, check in <laughs> to all that's going on with JARS, uh, wow, just your organization, just the support organization. It's pretty cool, really. 
They got air operations, land operations, sea operations, and your new uh, general. I mean, see, uh, <laughs> is he a CEO? Yes. I guess was, yeah, was he's a, the president and CEO, but he was lieutenant colonel in the army, and he was part of the masterminding and getting Saddam Hussein. Okay, so if you <laughs> if you go there and he refers to the base and you know use military terms, you'll understand why. But uh, it looks to be kind of exciting right there, and you can check it all out at their website jars.org. I just highly recommend you go on that. You know, you, know, you may be thinking about whatever, you know, looking for a change. Woo, this, yes. be, this may be it right here. This would be pretty cool. Serving God. Wow, jars.org. Okay. Your morning dose of encouragement. The Cup of Joe Morning Show on the Sound of Life. Carol's still here. Carol Mallory dropped by. She's a friend of mine. And um, I always thought you were, like, born and raised around here, but no. No. So I don't know why you're here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I lived I'm, in I'm the Hudson Valley for 15 years. That's why you're here, yes. <laughs> and now you live in North Carolina. Wow, I'm shocked. But you didn't go to North Carolina because, like a lot of people do, you didn't get nope. transferred or anything. You didn't go for the weather. Nope. You went there because there's a mission there. Yes. For you. And it has a really cool name, uh, Jars, with two A's. <laughs> Is that what you have to say all the time? Uh, well, yeah, if someone's going to look it up on the web, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and speaking of web, Jars.org, you ought to look it up. Boy, it's amazing. And uh, Carol's really pushing that documentary. The, the documentary mm-hmm. is really pretty amazing, but you can explore, but you can even get involved. Yes. And uh, they, um, you may end up anywhere in the world if that appeals to you. Uh. <laughs> or you may want to do plumbing right there in North Carolina. Right. That may appeal to you too, because the mall's right down the road. <laughs> yep. And we have a program for college graduates called Fellows That's Paid and an internship in the summer for sophomores and up that do specific projects. Um, So there's opportunities to explore missions that way too. Wow, they're known for their airplanes because they fly into the jungle. I've seen, you can watch some of them on the video, you know, and you're like, dude, there's no runway. (laughs) Where are you gonna (laughs) land? It's jungle. And so, but then there's there's something there, you know, where they'll land. And so that's how they bring in missionaries come into villages yes and uh they bring supplies in with that with the plane and things but they're also on the water they have a helicopter but you had there's an incredible story that happened of all places in the philippines yep with a a, a boy you go ahead okay what was Um, he six years old six years old when the translator came into his village and they couldn't understand why he came (laughs) uh, to there but um, the translator. They didn't the know translator. Why yeah, they couldn't understand it. But then they he, he told them, well, I'm going to tell you about God that was more powerful than their gods. So he was helping with the translation and stayed with the translator. And the translator went down to Manila and he took him there. And one of the staff one day told Nard as he was older, he said, you know, we might not be able to stay here um, very much longer, but you would be able to stay and so he was convinced to go to Letourneau wow. and to Moody Bible Institute. Wow. And he became a JARS pilot. Wow. And he flew the New Testament into his village. 
And just on the tw uh, in June, they celebrated in um, Philippines. The Isnang language now has the incomplete Bible. And the people got wow. to turn in their New Testaments. And we have pictures of them just being totally worn out and written all over. And then they got the complete Bible. Kids, too. Um, and they were just hugging them and started immediately reading them. And on the 21st of um, October, we celebrated at JARS with a lot of the people who had supported the ISNAG translation. I didn't know there was an ISNAG language. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We, how old was he when that Bible finished being translated? Uh, the whole Bible? Well, they don't know their age. He, he's in his 70s. Oh, they, they thought he was. Oh, really? It, it was what? 66 years to get the entire Bible. What? So, um, so, so 72 he must be approximately, because they never know what their age was. They had to come up with something for the birth certificate. But he was a kid. Yeah. Around six. Yeah. And started. That was his journey. Yeah. Wow. We. That is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, the dedication and, that that takes to be able to do that. Right. To, and he wishes wow. he could still fly. He was a helicopter pilot mostly, but he also flew our helio courier. But uh, he just wishes, I should have put a different birth date on my gift birth certificate when they had to get one. <laughs> <laughs> so that he could have flew for longer. Uh, <laughs> wow. I guess that flying is, uh, he liked it. He, yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, Nard Pugio, and he is a speaker that goes around the country and shares his entire story, which wow. is fantastic. It has to be to be that long, sixty some years. Yeah. That's incredible. Some of the the stories. Wow. We well, you can watch a documentary. You can get involved and all that right at their website. I know Carol's. Carol's like, I mean, you don't have to really. You just talk about what it is, and it's yeah. like you 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 know, it's, it's exciting. It's a uh, boy. God has done some amazing things through you guys to be in a support ministry. Well, we support the missionaries. <laughs> okay. Wow. You have no idea. It's pretty cool. J-A-A-R-S, jars.org. Check it out. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Daryl Mallory is here, my friend. Thank you very much. Uh, it's a miracle I let her in. Uh, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> but uh, Carol is a missionary. I guess you, you say that, but you're actually employed now. No, uh, I'm, I'm oh, a missionary. Oh, that's right. You did. You So you support yourself. Yes. That's what I mean. But JARS At, at the moment, now. but I was supported before. Yes. Okay. But JARS, because a lot of mission, and you probably know this, you have to raise your support, you know, with churches and people like that and stuff. But uh, a lot of that has changed at JARS. So, yes. I mean, and as I said, you can check into what they're doing on their website, jars.org. It's real hard to get to. <laughs> no, but they, they, I mean, I've learned a lot of stuff. I thought I knew a lot of things, uh, you know, and they, one of their big support missionaries is people who translate the Bible, you know, mm -hmm. from a language. What was that one? In, in, Isnag. Isnag, yeah. Isnag was a language well, even in the Philippines. Gullah, oh, Gullah yeah. is spoken from North Carolina to Florida, and they have the complete Bible now. And that's, wow, I didn't <laughs> even know that. I mean, the kids watch Gullah Gullah Island. I don't even know what that's on. That was a great show so. for that because that was, you know, back in the 1800s when television was new. But they, uh, <laughs> languages, you know, you think about languages that are, that they're working on. Okay, the number of languages that Bible translators are working on right now, I would guess maybe 10. <laughs> Is there more than that? More Try than 10? Try 3,530. <laughs> no way. 
out of 7,166 live languages. There's a lot that have died out. Wow. We. That is, that's incredible. That's almost too many. I mean, you would almost be like, well, we're not going to get to that. Uh, but how do you know which one's the, I mean, that's not, that's not something well, that's part of your some, job. But. There's some areas that are going to be very difficult, but nationals uh, from countries can go in. Uh, there's people from the Philippines that now serve in Papua New Guinea doing translation. Oh, wow. Cool. And they can get into areas. You know, those who have had the scripture for a long time are now going out as missionaries. I didn't realize how much you guys are um, helping out Samaritan's Purse either. I know you're geographically, you're not that far apart because you're uh, Jars is not far out of Charlotte. Right. And that's where Samaritan's Purse is located. And right. boy, they do an incredible job. And uh, Frank and Graham actually gave you guys a helicopter. Yeah. What do you have? Just go, hey, 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 I got a helicopter. Yeah. You wanna, yeah. Need a helicopter? Okay. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, Where's that going? Um, it'll probably go into the new bases that we're looking to establish. Ooh. Maybe in Papua New Guinea in a different location where we don't fly because there's nothing there to fly. And we've got a, a group that wants to join with us and they got the supplies and the bulldozers and um, a carrier that can take all that kind of like a landing like with the marines going out the flight goes down they've got one of those um, and they want us to go into this one area and we have now franklin's plane and one of our other groups in papua new guinea is realizing they're not using a plane so we need a third plane if we're going to go into that area and and the staffing um, for it. Um, a lot of opportunities to serve yes. God. Yes. Just letting you know. I'm putting it out there. And like you always say, you know, when you hear that on every area in our culture, we need fresh blood. We need new young people. Yes. <laughs> coming in to do it. What a challenge that would be. Yeah. I'll tell you what, now that would be something to write home about because you guys got stories. Yes. I mean, you can't go out in the jungles and do that stuff that you yeah. do and not have stories. Like like the pilot wants to eat a hamburger or something, so you jump in the pilot seat and fly the plane for a while. Oh, I was I never... already in the co-pilot seat, and oh, that's it's, okay. it's pretty easy to keep it. You just can't, you know, you're not moving your arms a whole lot. You're barely <laughs> moving your arms to keep you in line. Yeah, so. actually let you touch some things. On the, see, if I did that, he'd be like, don't touch anything. Yeah. Like the first time I walked into a radio studio, don't touch anything. Okay, I won't. It's a fascinating, fascinating jars.org. Uh, really pretty cool. And my wife and I have actually visited there because we lived in Monroe, uh, you know, mm -hmm. North Carolina. And 25 stuff, so. minutes away. Oh, okay. I never know. But, uh, you know, you have those open house days and stuff and come down there and learn all about that. Watch them fly those special planes. And, right. You know, see how fast you can take off. I mean, how short a distance you can take off all that stuff. It's pretty cool. And we also have the only alphabet museum in the world. A what lot is an of, alphabet um, museum besides? It's about the alphabets, how they're developed through the years, and um, and also about translation today. And then we also have um, part of the museum talks about jars and our history. Do you train people to translate a language that we is not? We do not do that. That's not our job. We're the support. Um, oh, okay. We reduce um, the barriers and ease burdens and deliver God's word through the training and equipping and deploying and sustaining people there so that God's word can go out throughout the world. Man, that's very important. Man, the first person that ever had the idea to say, well, the language isn't in written form. 
but I'm going to figure out what the written form would be. Are you kidding me? Uncle Kim um, was challenged instead of going to World War One. A lady said, "You cowards!" And <laughs> okay. um, she said, "You should be out doing it." So they, these two guys, took um, uh, to sell Bibles in Guatemala. And one day, one of the guys said to him, because he weren't selling Bibles in Spanish, the people didn't know it, you know, and. Um, he said, why doesn't God speak in our language? And so Uncle Cam, uh, William Cowan Townsend, went into a village and translated in 10 years, which is amazing, the New Testament. Um, and he realized we needed translators trained. And that started the whole SIL and forward that wow, created jars. We... And it was an automobile, it was a plane accident that he yelled, get the camera. We got to show people why we need our own pilots and planes. Wow. Incredible stuff goes on. God's, God's world is uh, pretty incredible. Jars, J-A-A-R-S dot org is the website. Check it out. Do yourself a favor. It's absolutely incredible. Get on the adventure. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.